Coming up on today's show, we'll be talking about the rumoured potential cameos for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We'll be taking you through this week's new releases, including Belfast. And we'll be telling you about the next unlimited screening at Cineworld Cinemas. Welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And I've beamed in from another universe to tell you all about the Unlimited card. Dan Layton. <laughs> Dan, we're still not doing spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. Tell us why. Uh, well, A, it's still in cinemas. Mm. B, I don't think enough time has passed yet. Mm -hmm. I know there are some websites that are just... <laughs> Just doing it. Name them. I, well, I, I'm, even shame. I'm drag them through the mud. Shame, <laughs> shame, shame. I'm, I'm not going to name and shame. Uh, who are just blatantly just putting spoilers mm. into headlines for shame. But also uh, producer Rich, who is here today, still hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. So one of the uh, one of the stars of the movies just just gone full 180. Just, what his well, absolutely. Was. Yeah. So, we're, but we're not doing any of that know, because yeah. we're not we're not talking about that. However, the trailer for. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has officially been mm -hmm. released, so we can talk about that. An amazing trailer it was as well. It was really, really very good. That reveal at the end yeah. of Dark Side Strange. Emo Strange. Yeah, yeah, it was so great. Whack on a bit of eyeliner and you're a baddie. Although I will say my wife's reaction to that was, um, my biggest problem with Doctor Strange is Benedict Cumberbatch, so I don't think I want a movie where two of them are in it. <laughs> Yeah. I know. Well, I think she's wrong. I agree. <laughs> but uh, so we've got the trailer for this, and then all of a sudden, rumours have started to speculate. Abound, abundant, and we are pulling into speculation station once mm -hmm. again, like we did last week with the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and I'm thrilled about it. I've got a season ticket to speculation station. It's one of my favourite lines. Can't wait. That we're going. You know, we're opening up the multiverse. Mm -hmm. here. So there's going to be a bunch of surprises, cameos debuts mm. even perhaps in this including and you know some of this is this is just reports there's just speculation Rumors. so we don't know how much of this is true we don't know how much of this is actually spoilers but i want all of it and if i don't receive it it'll be a one-star film yes so my advice to you is if you are of you know wary mm. of said spoilers perhaps skip ahead just a little bit until we talk about what's coming up in the cinema this week also don't go quite off the deep end like i have and just accept all of these things as true in case they aren't. Exactly. Because, I mean, you said before, and you just said it then, if none of this is true, then you're going to think it's the worst film ever. I'll right? probably cry. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll just sit there for the whole credits and cry, and then probably go and see it three more times. So, let's start off with the first big one, which is that the Illuminati are going to be part of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They're going to use this as a way to introduce... The not like, which is a really funny thing no, to say. I, I know, yeah. Like it, it, it wasn't quite so bad when Marvel Comics did this, you know, yeah. like fifteen odd years ago. Like it was just, it was a, it wasn't quite the what the Illuminati is sort of be now. It was, it was a much more, I don't know. It was quite light. And it was a very light thing. There it was just, oh yes, the Illuminati need a name for this group, the Illuminati. The Illuminati will do. Tony Stark needs something yeah. to do, so we'll put him in the Illuminati. Him and Reed Richards. <laughs> So anyway, so the Illuminati, the, MC, the you know the Marvel Illuminati, uh, will make their debut in this movie. Now they are like a, a collection of the smartest minds mm. in the in Marvel six one six, who are basically there to kind of like keep order of things. Yeah. There's a storyline. Illuminati, line, bright. Yes, they, they, there was Not a storyline. There was a storyline they did once where each of them was given an an Infinity Stone, mm. and they had to go and hide it somewhere essentially for a game. 
Well, just for entertainment purposes, so, and then find them all. Yeah, so and, like no one would find them, right. essentially. So no one could find them and no one could harness the powers. Mm -hmm. And then it is, I can't remember who it was now, was going through, like tracking each of the Illuminati down and where they had hidden theirs. Uh -huh. And like Mr. Fantastic had hidden his within a pocket universe of a pocket universe of a pocket universe. And it's that and the other. It was, it, was, it was wicked stuff. Yeah. Right? So that's the sort of thing that the Illuminati do. That. Here is the apparent lineup we're going to have in the MCU version okay. of the Illuminati. I don't even know where to start with this. So, uh, at the beginning, I've heard it's a very good place to start. No, it is, but there's. I'm trying to work out which is like the best name to end on. I mean, oh, so, I see, I see. So I, I see what we'll do. Like a variant version of Shuatel Ejiofor's Mordo mm -hmm. from Doctor Strange, yeah. who Mordo is going to be in Doctor Strange: and The Multiverse of Madness. He's in the trailer, but it this isn't. But this isn't this version. This uh -huh. is a, a variant of it from a different universe, okay. like we saw in Loki. Thor's other half brother, Balder the Brave. Played by Liam Hemsworth. Um, oh man, God, if it's played Could by... Could you imagine? You might as well. You might as well at this yeah. point, eh? Um, Monica Rambeau is huh. going to be there, but like a different, a multiverse version of Monica Rambeau where she is actually Captain Marvel. Oh! Which is quite cool. Oh, that is fun, yeah. Yeah, that is really cool. Here's the ones that I'm, I'm super excited about, though. Hayley Atwell as Captain Carter, Ooh. which we saw in What If. Captain Britain, Britain extravaganza. Exactly, yeah, 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 where she was Captain Carter, yeah, yeah, yeah. where like, you know, they did a What If storyline where is she'd got the super soldier serum instead of- I mean, that is a long game. Like she signed up all those years ago. Yeah. But here's the one that's the real kicker for me. And apparently there's even been like VFX shots of this leaked online. Oh. But you know, make of that what you Who will. Knows? Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier <laughs> in the animated series Floating Yellow Wheelchair. No! <laughs> I know, right? Oh, that's lit. I'm a big fan of that. Because you could, at this point, it's like, do you have Patrick Stewart? Do you have McAvoy? Do you just have a bald man in a chair? Like, which one do you want to do? Or all of the above. Or, yeah, we can do them all if you want. I, yeah, I'm into that. A little floater chair. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so if we're bringing Patrick Stewart, Peace Stew, mm -hmm. into the MCU, that's... You know. That's a way to get the X-Men in yeah. there. You know, this is the multiverse of madness. There's yeah. lots of different pocket dimensions that we can go with. Uh, mutant film. <laughs> Mutant-centric film. Still don't know what that is. Not a clue. Uh, and the other rumour, this comes in from, um, I don't even know how to say this, Illuminerd. What's the Illuminerdy? See what they Great. did there. Very, very strong. Very, very good. Yeah. Um, is that it's going to be the debut of Reed Richards. Okay. He is going to be the other member of the Illuminati. Mm. Not played by Ewan Grufford. Right. Not played by Miles Teller, mm -hmm. but played by John Krasinski. And I'll always be happy to see John Krasinski pop up. Now, obviously... Have you seen him in A Quiet Place? He runs very well. Exactly, yeah. So Krasinski, Blunt. Yeah. They have always oh. been like the, that's our Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic. Yeah. Like that has been like the fan... And you know, Marvel are quite good at doing like, this is what the fans want, and this is what we'll try and get done. Yeah, to yeah. the point where Emily Blunt was saying to journalists, will you stop asking me if I want to be for the love of God, stop asking me. But apparently this, they're going to use Doctor Strange and the Multiverse mm -hmm. of Madness to be the debut for Reed Richards, yeah. played by John Krasinski in this movie. Interesting. Now okay. you've also seen some other names uh -huh. that were can rumors. We go, can I take us from Speculation Station into sort of like the wilderness? We're into the realms of improbability, which is a good name for a Doctor Strange movie if they want to take it at any point in the future, I think. <laughs> the, um, realms the realms of improbability. <laughs> um, but... I had read and got very excited and slight. I did a little squeak and you were concerned um, that <laughs> an alternate Tony Stark might show up in the guise of my friend, Tom Cruise. 
So this is, yeah, I don't know where this speculation started from. I don't care. I don't care either. I need it to be true. And I love it. So the idea is that because this is multiverse, this is what if territory. Yeah. They're going to do like all of the what if castings that the MCU nearly had, Mm. which would have been because... Tom Cruise was meant to be Tony Stark. Like he was yeah, one of their yeah, original choices. Yeah. Was going to be Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yeah. And I'm actually glad we got Danny Jr. Yeah, but like, obviously it was wonderful. Thank you very much, Robert, for your service. Yeah. But give me Tom Cruise. Tom for the, Cruise. For yeah, Tom Cruise showing up as Tony Stark. That leads up the opportunity for John Krasinski to come in as Captain America. Oh, yeah. Well, if we're talking original castings, be still my heart. Give me Janet Jackson as Storm. Give it me now. <laughs> also, Do you know this was supposed to happen? Have I told you this before? No. Janet Jackson was originally supposed to play Storm, but she had to go on tour. Oh. They'd had conversations. It was all going to be a thing. And then Halle Berry came along. I want Janet Jackson as Storm in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I want it now. Give it to me. That also opens up uh, Emily Blunt for Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who might also be coming in as uh, <laughs> Sue Storm. So there's just... Like, or, just a whole universe where Emily Plum plays everyone, I think is going to be a good movie. You know and what I mean? there's another equally unverified rumor doing the rounds from various fan sites that claim Marvel reached out to Ben Affleck to reprise his role as Daredevil. If we could get that, does that mean we can get Colin Farrell as Bullseye Please! again? <laughs> give it to me! Jennifer Garner as Elektra. <laughs> It's all so possible. You said there's multiverses and I need it. I know, but it's also very silly. It's so silly. Of course it's silly. But that's never stopped them before. (laughs) So give it to me. Give it to me now. Find a part for Jennifer Lopez as well. I, you know, I'm in. My question, Dan. Yeah. If we're putting all of this to one side of all of these crazy rumors, this crazy speculation, Mm. this, that, and the other. If we had a movie that had... Professor Xavier coming in in the X-Men animated series wheelchair and we had Hayley Atwell as Mm -hmm. Captain Carter and we had uh, Ben Affleck as Daredevil and Tony Stark sorry uh, Tom Tom Cruise Cruise as as Tony Stark Stark. Krasinski as both Reed Richards and um, Captain America say the key one please sorry and Janet Jackson at the store thank you is that too much? No. And, and is this a case of Marvel perhaps like jumping the shark yeah. before the sharks even like really had time to swim? I thought the Avengers might be too much and look where we are now. <laughs> so I have given up the idea that too much could possibly be a thing with the MCU. Give, give them all of it. All of it. In what, I don't care at that point. I'll just be, it'll be one of, it doesn't have to be a good film. Just like pop up do some do like the royal variety performance just mm-hmm. 5 minutes each do a little bit and then leave there was a, uh, a uh, pardon me here i may do something that's very very nerdy which okay. I, I know is completely out of yeah, character that's, for that's me. very i would be shocked they, there was once this um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles special that they did yeah. where uh, they had like this sort of crossover thing with the 87 series and the 2003 series. Right. And in that there was a moment when they sort of like came together in this room and they showed the multiverse of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh-huh. where there was like, you know, the, the image comic, the Mirage comics, mm-hmm. and there was, you know, very like video games and all this sort of stuff. What if there is just a scene where Doctor Strange, perhaps even with his what if Doctor Strange counterpart, and they just see like a wall of here are the different multiverses. Mm-hmm. And it is just, we, so we don't get- just a little scene. So we don't get cameos yeah. from all of these people, but we just have, you know, Ben Affleck as Daredevil yeah. on a monitor, on a screen. From the somewhere. original movie. From the 2003 movie, yeah. Oh, so you're basically just using yeah. footage from the movies that we've watched previously. You know, the, uh, the old Fantastic Four movies. Maybe even the Roger mm. Corman Fantastic Four yeah. series. Like a, a fun little Easter egg nugget in there. I mean, Disney owns it. Well, exactly. They might as well use it. That's what I mean. They've got all of this, yeah. so they may as well. Like, what if they also had like the Japanese Spider-Man in yeah. like one of them, and this and the other, and like and that is 
that is how we have the these cameos and these surprises. And then it's if you not... do all of that, you're using stuff you already have, you can afford Janet Jackson as Storm. <laughs> so there's, I, I think there are ways around it as opposed to just having, like front-loading this movie or yeah. even back-loading this movie with just this, 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 because this, you do, and this. You, I, jokes aside, to get serious for a moment, if, you do if, run, we, if we could, on, can I be serious? Can I be vulnerable? You do run the risk of it being like just a sideshow and it's that's, like a bit that's over the top mean, yeah. and a bit not. It, it, it doesn't make a good story. It's not a movie What we've then. spoken about with the idea of, of previous movies like Endgame or No Way Home or whatever is that you only really get one shot to knock it out of the park and they've got a pretty good success rate of knocking it out of the park. But it is a delicate process. And we've seen with other franchises, television, movies, sometimes it gets too much. Yeah. So that would be a very smart way of using the assets they already have, establishing the multiverse without it being intense. Too many things. And yeah. losing the core of what ultimately films and, and Marvel movies should be about, which is a great story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, I just don't want another Doctor Strange movie where... She's just pushed to the side once again. Like I, I can't, I can't go through. I can't go through it again. Right. I, I can't do Maybe it not again. This time. Well, Maybe not this time. time. No. <laughs> Out now in cinemas this week. Belfast. I'm not gonna do the voice. I was. Gonna, I was. I was. One of us was gonna try, and I'm glad it was you. Belfast, Belfast. Is, is out in cinemas this week because I, I did it to you earlier and then I was like, oh, <laughs> probably shouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, that's out in cinemas this week and we had the secret screening mm. that, uh, that Cineworld were doing was Belfast. You all turned out for it and this is what you had to say. Sharon Harrison said, want to thank Cineworld for showing Belfast movie. It's the unlimited screening tonight. I doubt I'll see many better movies the rest of the year. Absolutely incredible. Nathan said, I'm still thinking about how good Belfast movie is. The performances and cinematography are both beautiful and it just digs into you emotionally in the second half. Definitely an Oscars contender. Kirsten said, Belfast was utterly delightful and heartbreaking and stunning. Avantika said, got to see Belfast over two weeks early thanks to Cineworld Unlimited. What a beautiful, poignant film. Everyone was brilliant, but we, Jude Hill, was an absolute star. Definitely a good choice for the first film of 2022. Jack Rafferty said, I loved it so much, had me laughing and crying. Give it all of the awards. If the wee lad Jude Hill isn't nominated for an Oscar, it'll be a travesty. Keith Andrew Kershaw absolutely loved it, made me laugh and broke my heart. And Jamie Dornan, I love him. Well, a lot of people were just saying then, a huge awards contender. It's basically at the top of everyone's gold derby lists for best picture. It's almost a lock, at the very least, to be nominated. And it's got that whole, you know, uh, beautiful, elegiac meditation on, uh, on, the, on the auteur's childhood mm. that the Oscars and the Academy love so much. It's black and white, it looks beautiful. Was well received, very well received at the London Film Festival back in the autumn. Big, big release this week. However, that's because the Academy oh. are too afraid to put up something like Nightmare Alley. Right. Because that, that is what we all, you know, in yeah. the same way, they're too afraid to nominate us. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been waiting. They're too afraid. I don't I mean like me and you. No, no, yeah, I've been waiting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I meant the, the film us. No, 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 no. I mean us. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, Nightmare Alley is also out this week. I love me some Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I mean, and you say that they're afraid to nominate things like this. Let's not forget his last big movie, The Shape of Water, actually won Best Picture. So he has pre- Yeah, I know, but this is like proper. This is, this this is, is him going, if you look at this, this is prime cut. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, I, you know, I enjoyed Shape of Water and everything, but when I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, this is del Toro being like, 
give me that Oscar. <laughs> Just to get it out of the way. Whereas this is now is like Del Toro's being like, oh, now I'm going to make a film that is, that is pure me. I love that Guillermo Del Toro running it in is still him having a woman have a relationship <laughs> yeah. with a fish man. That's great. Exactly. I love that. But no, this is very, very, in. it's like an intense sort of... Uh, circusy Coney Island vibe. It's got that gorgeous aesthetic that we know and love from him. It's got Ron Perlman that we know and love from him. What? Hold on. <laughs> Ron Perlman? Yeah. That's how we know this is pure yeah. Del Toro now. But we've got Cooper. We've got Steenbergen. We've got Blanchett. We've got Willem Dafoe. We've got Rooney Mara. It's a great cast. Uh, it's going to be a... I'm, I've been looking forward to it for a very long time. It's going to be brilliant. And that's not the only new release this week because A Journal for Jordan is now out in cinemas. And we had the unlimited screening mm -hmm. for this just this past week. And here's what you had to say about it. Val said, loved the film, beautiful portrayal of a love story and the grief of losing someone. Some pretty objective comments about war and also how it impacts the loved ones left behind. I agree with others on the pacing issues at times. Badog said it was a really special movie, emotional, intense, and such an interesting story. Peter Hercock, excellent acting and story, well worth seeing if it's shown for more than a week. People don't know what they will miss. So that's, you know, some mixed comments mm. in there. Most people are, overwhelmingly positive about it. But I do feel that of the new release that we've had this week, especially when compared to something like Belfast, mm. I think people are a bit slightly more on the fence for Journal for Jordan. Yeah, it's something about, I mean, that's part of the joy of going to see a movie, isn't it? You don't really know what you're going to get until you get in there. And, and they're so personal, these experiences, not just from the storytellers themselves, but also from you as an audience. I love to go and see a movie and think, mm, I could have done this, could have done that. I, I, the walk home with, mm. the, with the McDonald's or whatever, or your yeah, yeah. other fast food restaurants are available, just being like, mm, I would have done this, I would have done that. As if I have any like, skill <laughs> yeah, yeah. over Denzel Washington. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I once directed a movie called The Good, The Bad and The Undead. Like, well, I've got some pedigree behind me. I've made several YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, first short I ever made was called Toy Gory. And it was about a... Uh, that stands so hard for you. I love that. It was about uh, me walking through a toy store and this 12-inch Jason Voorhees figure comes to life and murders me. Oh, brilliant. It's available on YouTube. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> also out in cinemas this week, Licorice Pizza, Scream the 355, The King's Man. The Matrix Resurrection, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Clifford, the big red dog. But Dan, mm. what is... Because I think this is actually... A pretty tricky week yeah. for what is your pick of the week here. Yeah. I, I get the feeling it might be between two, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put words into your mouth. What is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is Nightmare Alley. Okay, yeah. interesting. I've been excited for it for a very long time. It's got that aesthetic that I've loved since I was a sort of teenager who enjoyed mm. the kind of hot topic energy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. got all of that going for it. It's got an incredible cast. I love a bit of crime in there as well. I'm very excited. Nightmare Alley is going to be the one for me. Yeah, Nightmare Alley was going to be my pick as well, but I think just to be different, then I'll go with the uh, the auteurs, the auteurs ah, choice. I'll go beautiful. with yeah, I'll go with Belfast yes. you know, and Clifford the, the Big classic. Red Dog. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, for me, it is Nightmare Alley for me. Yeah, I'm super excited. I love a Del Toro movie, so yeah, that's my pick of the week. Just something visually very exciting. You can also book your tickets for Jackass, Sing 2, and Moonfall. I still haven't stopped thinking about Jackass forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I watched the trailer back and was very upset about the big spider that was in it. But I'll just sort of like, I think we're going to go see it in super screen. So I'll just hide. <laughs> <laughs> I did get news this week, though. I, I thought I was going to be meeting Johnny Knoxville. And, and it's no longer happening. And I know, I know, we're all, we're all pretty 
we're all pretty upset about of it. Of all people, Johnny Knoxville is the most upset. That's what I've heard, yeah. He's I, just sort of wandering around his home. Yeah. Like, oh, I was going to meet Luke. I could have met the guy that was going to call me Johnny Doxville. Johnny Doxville. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I heard now you get to maybe meet them all. Yeah, there's potentially that potential. we're going potential to meet more of them. But, you Digitally? Know, oh, just to have been in the same room as, as Knoxville. Yeah. Oh, you know, Would have been something. Four, if I could have told 14-year-old me. Would you let him throw you through a window? 100%. There it is. Yeah, yeah. And on the 31st of January, we have an unlimited screening of Jockey. Now, let me shock you, Dan. Okay. I'm not that big into sports. I'm I'd leave, but I'm attached <laughs> to the chair, so I can't. I was going to do a whole bit. Good. Know that I would have committed. Yeah, yeah, I know you would have committed Thanks. to it, and I appreciate yeah. that. But I love a sports movie. I love a sports movie. Yeah, aren't they brilliant? Yeah, I mean, I'm big into sports anyway, but it is difficult to get sports on film right. Great example recently with King Richard, which the tennis sequences were fantastic, mm -hmm. I thought. Walk me through how you're excited for Jockey. Well, the thing is, like, I, I, I was not really interested into baseball. Mm -hmm. However, that movie 42 about mm -hmm. Jackie Robinson, like, I'm, I've got zero interest in baseball, but, like, that and Moneyball, yeah. like, makes me, like, oh, maybe I would be interested in baseball. And then I watch it, I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. But I do like movies. I'm not interested in uh, horse racing. Right. However, the story of an aging jockey mm -hmm. who is just like, well, maybe I can have one last run. And then this a young upcomer is like, but also I'm your son. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's going to be like, oh, this is what brings me in. This is the intrigue I need. Well, not again, not to go too film student about it, but it gets us to the core of what we as people enjoy. And think that sports is, is about that connection to just community and the and the passion for something. And we can all relate to that, whether or not we like sports anyway. So yeah, movies about sports. It's no wonder they're so good. Do you know what my recommendation is for this? Please. Tin Cup. What's that? Oh, have you never seen Tin Cup? Oh, it's amazing. So it's Kevin Costner. Great. Rene Rousseau. Good start. And it's about this once great golf player who could have uh -huh. been like the best ever, but he opted to, you know, do drink instead. Uh, and then he like, he has to like build up his handicap and stuff so he can go and enter into the US Open. And it is so great. Cause there's all of these golf snobs who are just like, what? This guy? Yeah. No, not this guy. And then he's like, oh, but also I'm amazing. Mm. <laughs> Which is like the opposite of the film that came out recently, Phantom of the Open. Mm. Did you see that? I didn't well, see did it. Did it come out recently? It was at the festival. So I saw it. I don't know if it's been out yet or when it's coming Brag. out. But I know. <laughs> uh, I'll bring Melania on next week. <laughs> um, but that is about a, a, uh, a man who is being laid off and decides he's going to enter the British Open and he can't play golf and he's rubbish and it's yes, a whole thing. It's, love it's it. just a lot of fun. And finally, on the 27th of January, we have NT Live, Leo Polstadt. But that is all we've got time for on this week's edition of What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. If you're interested in any of the movies we've talked about, please do click the links in the video description down below. And if you enjoy this sort of waffly chat, we do more of it on the audio podcast so version. Much. Four hours, can you believe? <laughs> I know, where we go through your comments left on this YouTube video. But until then, I have been Luke Cowan. And I've been Dan Layton. And that is What's On. <laughs>